Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, what is going on with confidence. (laughs) I thought I'd start this. I'm going to do quite a few broadcasts and sessions on on confidence this over the next four weeks or so. It's it's really the start of March, isn't it, nearly? And it it's a real, I think for a lot of people, a mystery is confidence. I did a little keyword research this morning about, you know, to see what kind of questions people ask about confidence. And a lot of them were around the fluctuating nature of it. You know, why do I, why does my confidence fluctuate was one of the questions I saw when I looked on Google. Because that's what people notice, don't they? They notice that some days we're some days we're smashing it aren't we 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 just feel invincible and we keep going and we do everything that we could possibly dream of and then the next day it can literally seem like those things were just a different person <laughs> doing them because because this next day we we feel so lacking in confidence that we can't even put a foot forward and we we kind of end up wanting to probably curl up in a ball and not have anybody even notice that we exist at all. So so that's a really interesting um, point, isn't it? Like what what's going on there? Why is it that some days we can seem to do things and we can feel like we can do things and other days we don't? So I'm definitely going to be exploring that quite extensively. In this session today, I'm just going to begin to touch on some of those things, but also the point of this, if you wherever you're listening to this or watching this, the point of this is for you to join in. You know, what are your questions about confidence? What is it about confidence that seems to be, you know, what don't you understand about it? What's getting in the way of, of you experiencing confidence? Or what do you think is getting in the way of you experiencing confidence? Where where do we think confidence comes from? Because that's another question that I noticed when I was looking at the, you know, at the, the Google kind of searches or the things that people are asking is that people want to know how to get more and where it comes from. And I'm hoping to kind of remove the the nonsense about this a little bit because if you do search how to feel more confident on Google um, you get I think it's in the hundreds of millions of hits so you could literally start at the top of that in your quest to feel more confident and, and keep going 
so my own well keep going pretty much forever <laughs> probably for the rest of your life and still possibly even by the end of all that you would feel no more confident than you do now and no more fluctuating in in your confidence my own journey with confidence um is an interesting one because i think there's a there's a difference isn't there between confidence and self-esteem so I think outwardly outwardly everybody would have said I was I'm very confident if you meet me if you'd met me ever really I was a, a pretty confident person I think even as a child I do remember remember having short period of shyness when I was quite small but in my adult years I I, I really don't remember feeling not confident particularly or or coming across as not confident I can do all sorts of, I've always done all sorts of things that other people can't do like public speaking and leading assemblies with 400 children in and or people a lot of people don't feel confident to do those things and that's but for me that was fine but there's the, it's insidious isn't it a lack of confidence because it shows up differently in every single person like for some of us it is I can't stand up and speak. I don't feel confident to do that. For me, it's it's often having the confidence to ask for help or tell somebody I'm struggling or put myself out. It was often the, you know, the lack of confidence to put myself out there in terms of my business, which is, has got better and better, over, especially over the last three years. That's why I'm here now, really, is that somewhere along the line, I decided I could do this and that's I mean that's kind of it isn't it really confidence it's it's whether you think you can do something or can't and and what gets in the way of of us not thinking we can do something I think you know what the answer is, don't you? Because it's the same thing that gets in the way of every single part of our lives. The same thing that gets in the way of us having wonderful relationships or, you know, selling our products or losing weight or it really whatever it is, whatever it is in life. Um, and this is why I find it really difficult to say, I'm going to work with this issue with these people because it's the same problem. I, I'm really dealing with one problem that people have, and that is that they think that their feelings are telling them something out of the world, out, out of the world, not out of the world, in the outside world, and they believe the thinking that that appears in their heads. Sorry, it's just two problems, really. <laughs> And often, and, and always those things come together. So there's a feeling of fear, perhaps, that, and then there's a thought, you're going to look stupid if you do this. And then we don't feel confident and we don't feel able to do something. But there's there's something to be seen in, in, in becoming aware of the separation there between between all this thinking and feeling and your capability and that's a lot of where I'm going to be pointing to over the next month or so 
is is that really there's, there's a voice in your head and it talks a lot of rubbish most of what it says is rubbish but the fantastic thing is that the rubbish voice comes with a warning it's a bit like you know when you when you start burning the toast like it's it's not that bad to burn the toast but your smoke alarm goes off because that's a little bit of smoke and it's warning you to do something about the toast probably throw it in the bin <laughs> throw it to the birds actually it's probably a better idea um <clears throat> and then you know so the smoke alarm's quite sensitive and and you are too your system is set up to perfectly let you know when you're having rubbishy thinking because your feeling state your emotional state kicks off and and lets you know oh you've got fearful thinking check out the fearful feeling in your body and you'll have noticed how that starts off really small like the smoke alarm going off for the toast and gets louder and louder until we have a smoke alarm going off for a chip pan you know and then there's some serious action to be taken but it's it's realizing that that alarm is there it's there to protect you not from the outside world that system your emotional alarm system is there to protect you from your thinking and you know what i absolutely i absolutely love that it's not i've not said it like that before we think we need protection from the outside world. When we have a voice in our head saying, you can't do that, you'll look stupid, or whatever else that voice in our head might say, we, we think that that warning is about, is about the outside world, really that the emotional state is a warning about our thinking. It's, it's, it's telling you that your thinking is the issue. But we get that confused all the time. All the time. And, and it makes us do things that are not particularly helpful. And that's exactly what is going on with confidence. It's the same thing. It's thinking the feelings are telling you about anything other than your thinking in that moment. Your, your conditioned thinking being triggered. That's it. But we get confused and we think that, that that feeling is letting us know about the outside world. And that's it. That's what's going on and that's what makes us behave. That's what makes us think we can do something or we can't do something because that's pretty much confidence, isn't it? Thinking you can or thinking you can't. If you think you can, you feel confident and if you think you can't, you don't. Or even like you don't, when you feel confident, you don't really have much thinking at all, do you? I think maybe you just get up and do things and there's nothing else. There's no, there's no thinking. There's nothing in the way. Because that's all it is. Thinking just gets in the way sometimes. That's the nature of it. But when you get tuned into this, 
I think you you can experience the feeling. You can have the thought saying you can't do it and you can still do the thing. Because fundamentally, as many um, teachers in this arena um, say, your thinking doesn't know what you're capable of. I think the first time I heard that said was was Amir Karkuti's book, um, <clears throat> which is called What the F Are the Principles? Um, and it's it's that. That's all it is. That's all I'm going to point to for the next few weeks. I'm going to point to it in lots of different ways with different stories and metaphors and things. But that's it, really. Your thinking doesn't know what you're capable of. Your thinking doesn't know whether you're able to do something or not. Because it's old stuff. It's old conditioned stuff. It's nothing to do with you right now and what you can do right now. And when you see that, you... You're free, really. And I think that's what we'd all like to be, to to not need to wait to feel a certain way to live our lives, to do the things we really want to do. Because it's too short, this life. It really is too short to be doing that. It's not too short, but it's too short to be doing that, to be waiting to feel a certain way before you do things. So I hope you found that helpful. I would really love to hear from you. Um, you can email me at claire, claire at clairedownham.com. You can email me there. Um, if you want to share with me something that you'd like me to explore, um, any questions, any thoughts you've got on confidence, or just message me wherever you're watching this or listen to it. Um, and let's get a really useful month's worth of things for people to learn about. Um, and you too. Okay, take care. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.